Already fucking up. <laughs> no. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go again. Correctly, I'm Leo. Facebook.com slash Lucha Outsiders show. That's Mario. The villain that stays chilling. The heel that seals the deal. Yo, boy. Mr. Rated R. And the way that we started, we need an IT guy. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. Tone, what's up, bro? We need you to figure out these problems, perhaps. So we need that IT guy, but it's okay. It's okay because we're here. 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 We're back. 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 Facebook.com slash Lucha Outsiders Show. You can also find us on a Twitter, Lucha Outsiders. You can also find us, let me see where else, Twitter, Instagram, Radio Austin's 87, SoundCloud. If you listen to this on SoundCloud, yes, we are on SoundCloud. And let everybody know that you guys can go ahead and listen to us on Wednesdays, if you can find us, if I'm not messing up, you can find us on Wednesdays on Facebook or our podcast drops every Thursday on SoundCloud. The one good thing about SoundCloud, and we've actually had a lot of people do this, they actually like our uh, our audio and mm-hmm. leave us comments. You know, let us know what you guys think. You can actually do that right through SoundCloud. If you don't have it, you could actually download that SoundCloud uh, page. Um, you know, just hey, uh, let everybody know that we're here. Uh, Mario, what's going on, what's, bro? What's up, Leo man? I'm I'm here, bro. I'm here. I'm here. Making sure you know everything works uh, right on our on our third attempt to be on Facebook Live today, you know. Yeah, no, I don't know what I don't know. It's Facebook's trying to sabotage our show. I don't know yeah. what they're what they're trying to do to us. But but we're here, man. Episode thirty one, just like WrestleMania thirty one. Yeah, yeah. And and if you guys are watching us on yeah WrestleMania thirty one, so that means that we're the play sign. Was that thirty one or thirty two? That was the, yeah, that was the play sign. Okay. So we're the play sign today. Good thing I didn't uh, play myself. Um, where is it? No, that's a disgusting act. 
the the, the uh, 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 okay here congratulations you played yourself no i did not sir no i did not so um shout outs shout outs to the homie kev right now my boy kevin he's checking out our show right now so shout outs to him shout out to kev to elvis and also uh the big dog antonio Tell me. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so Tony, you're going to kill me, but I'm going to say it on air because I don't give it's a okay, shit. Okay, okay. Um, I was just telling Leo off air. I was just telling him how you finally said our show, yes. our podcast yes. this weekend. So I find that hilarious that you finally admit that. <laughs> so good because you are part of the Lucha Outsiders show. Damn it. Yes. The big dog. <laughs> <laughs> So, just want to let everybody know that if you guys want to go ahead and buy your uh, Lucha Outsider shirt, um, you can go to LosPelotudos.com. Um, we were at an event this weekend, and uh, people were liking the shirt. They were digging it, man. Non-wrestling fans, they were digging it. So, that's... Uh, you know, that's why, why, don't you, why don't you explain to our audience what we were doing this past yeah, weekend? Yeah, so this weekend, uh, I had the bright idea um, to do a uh, FIFA tournament, you know, FIFA, that... Federation Internacional, the Football Association, or that video game that you have. Yes, that video game that you have. Um, what we did was actually have a, uh, a little tournament. We had a couple of people come down, um, you know, and, and we spent the whole day there. You know, a couple of hours there, which is fine. We are working on doing one with um, 2K17. Uh, probably when 2K18 comes out, you know, because you also have a lot of uh, fans that watch... Um, and play that game. So uh, that's what we did this past oh, oh, weekend. Also, we're actually in the works. Nothing set in stone yet. We're actually trying to do like maybe a viewing party. If you guys are interested, let us know. Mm-hmm. And maybe we could get like a whole bunch of people to, you know, come watch a pay-per-view with us um, sometime around the summer. We'll, we'll leave it like that. Mm-hmm. We'll leave it for the summer. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned. That's what they say in the biz, right? Stay tuned. Um, so, <laughs> and also, if you guys are watching us on Facebook Live, or even if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, you can still remember, you can still send us emails uh, to luchaoutsidershow at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and send us a message. The kayfabe question of today is, should Vince step down and let Triple H take over? Mario, mm-hmm. I'm going to start with you. What do you think, bro? Yeah, dude, absolutely. Um uh, as much as I love SmackDown as a brand, and I think SmackDown just shits all over Raw, they could they could do so much better if they just had Triple H take over both shows. Look at um, you know what? We'll go we'll we'll go right into mm-hmm. uh, NXT Takeover Chicago and um WWE Backlash. As Backlash was not a bad show, I thought mm-hmm. it was a good show. Mm-hmm. It over uh, exceeded my expectations for the show, but. Uh, takeover, it was at another level, dude. Takeover, uh, top to bottom, was just such a great show. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and, and, and you know what? I, I watched more of Backlash, but it, it was more enjoyable than the other ones. Let me put it that way. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, I was, I guess, because Backlash just came in with so much hype. Cause you just didn't know what the fuck was going to happen, um, with the whole gender thing and and which Owens like, and, Owens and Styles stealing the show. Cause to me that was the match of the night, oh, and yes. I gotta give I gotta give it up to the Chicago crowd too. Cause that uh that tag team title match between Brizango and um the Usos, forget it, bro. I I've been a prime 
big prime supporter for Breezango even when they first got together. Mm-hmm. And people thought I was crazy for thinking that, but they have great chemistry. And the shit they're doing right now with the fashion police and these uh the fashion files, these segments they're doing, yes, is just <laughs> so funny. It's hilarious. And to me, Tyler Breeze gets the MVP of that whole pay per view for the shit he was doing. Of course, because again, it, it's actually it's thinking outside the box, dude. That that's I think that's the biggest uh, the biggest thing, you know. Um, because not not a, not a lot of people are doing that nowadays. So with with all that, we're gonna go through a takeover. Which keep in mind, it was a Triple H event. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. NXT is Triple H's baby, and he basically does and undoes, if you will, <laughs> whatever he wants with that show. And it is a, a more enjoyable uh, occasion. So okay. Let's, let's so let's let's uh let's go over takeover, dude. So keep in mind it was only a five match card, okay? Mm-hmm. And obviously they had dark matches prior to that for the NXT tapings, but it was only a five match card. Okay. First match was Roderick Strong versus Eric Young, and like I told you last week, mm-hmm. Roderick Strong was gonna go over, and he went over. Great match. They went 13 minutes and 45 uh, seconds. Such a good match, dude. Um, they have great chemistry together. Um, probably their independent background helps out a lot. You know, Roderick Strong with the uh, Ring of Honor and Evolve and all these other independent sh- uh, promotions that he's been at. Eric Young, he was in TNA forever, and he did other promotions also. House of Hardcore, Wrestle Pro, PWS, different promotions. I could go hours and hours with how many different promotions both of these guys combined have been, uh, been into. But... Really, really great match. Uh, Roger Strong went over. And you thought Eric Young was going to go over. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I, I, I thought that and then I was wrong. No, 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 dude. But it, it, was a, it was a real good match, bro. And like, and you didn't watch NXT TakeOver. But I'm telling you, dude, you need to find some time to watch it. Uh, really, really good show. Okay. Next match on the card, match of the night, and Dave Meltzer gave it four and a half stars, actually. <laughs> Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate for the United Kingdom Championship. Bro, these two went at it for 15 minutes and 27 seconds. Mm-hmm. And Pete Dunne is now the new United Kingdom champion. He uh, defeated Tyler Bate for the title. Nice. Nice. Um, I, know how, I know what kind of wrestling you're into, dude. And I feel like this match alone, let's say if you don't want to watch the pay-per-view. Let's okay. say you just want to watch one match. Like, Mario, what match do you recommend? Watch Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate, dude. So, so do we call that the... The Rated R Superstar Match of the Night. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> dude. Uh, stole the show. Stole the show. Okay. Now, keep in mind, the whole card was great. But this one was my favorite match. So, what do you think uh, this match was able to separate from everything else so from what i from what i saw in this match right and this is just my perspective of it mm-hmm. besides the united kingdom tournament that we watched and maybe a couple nxt matches we haven't seen much of this whole united kingdom division we don't really know what what is it about who's qualified to to go for the title we don't know a Okay. None of we don't know the status of like what this United Kingdom uh championship status or like what 
how do you separate yourself? Like, hey, can I can a can a Sheamus or a, a Cesaro or or even like a Bobby Roode could go for the title? Like, we don't know that. Uh-huh. Or do or can an American go for the title? Can an Austin Aries go for the title? We don't know that. Okay. But what I did notice about this match is it was a, a mixture of United Kingdom strong style, British st- strong style, with a lot of cruiserweight stuff. Okay. So when I saw that, it tells me this ain't really much different from what I see from the cruiserweight division. But What's I'm gonna tell you the di- I'm gonna tell you the difference okay. now. Match quality, match quality. There's no difference. But the present the the presentation of it, there's a difference. Because with the cruiserweight division on Raw, they're changing the ropes. They're not giving mm-hmm. them much mm-hmm. time. Everything is like so Sagittarius. Like it's it's. They they put it in a ball, yeah. Where in the sense like they can't do what they want to do. I feel okay. like if they was to treat the cruiserweight division like Evolve Wrestling, like Evolve the the independent promotion Evolve, mm-hmm. I feel like the cruiserweight division will get another different look. So how, and, how, how does Evolve? So so for the people that don't watch Evolve, because you and I know about Evolve and everything, uh, if you were to explain it to them, um, what would you say about Evolve? The best way I could describe Evolve is. No gimmicks, more wrestling. Okay. So it's it's straight it's kind of like Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. It's it's very similar to Ring of Honor. Okay, okay. So it's 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 not much gimmicks, it's not that much storylines, it's just straight wrestling, strong style, uh catch point wrestling, submissions. Yes, you're gonna get some high flying stuff there. You might get some hardcore matches too. But it's just more about the wrestling. And I feel like that's what the Cruiserweight division is missing. We want more wrestling. Stop giving these guys five minutes to do a match unless it's a pay-per-view. That's a different story. But right now, the Cruiserweight division is only surrounded by four dudes. Austin Aries, the Cruiserweight champion um, Neville, mm-hmm. uh, Jack Gallagher, and TJ Perkins. That's it. It's a damn shame that we have to think about Jack Gallagher's name even before we say it. That's how much we watch of it. <laughs> no, yeah. it, it is a shame. It really is a shame. But um, they they need to do something with the cruiserweight division. They're they're making a joke. Stop changing the ropes ropes on Raw. Mm-hmm. Just make it part of Raw. Make it evolve in Raw. Because guess what? Like I've been saying for months already, you guys changing WWE changing the ropes is just putting the cruiserweight division on an island. Mm-hmm. Why would you put a division on an island for? Yeah, and like, you know what? I, I liked it at the beginning, but mm, I'm, I'm I'm getting swayed uh, to, uh, and and not the guy from the radio station, but swayed uh, to to think like you, um, because uh, you know even even when WCW had the cruiser, you know the the light heavyweight and and WWE the cruiserweight, um, you still had. You're right, you know, where, where you can have the giant uh, come in and, and beat up Rey Mysterio. You know, it's like it's too, they, they, they are two totally different things that don't meet anywhere in the middle. The Cruiserweight division in WCW was all about the wrestling. It was mm-hmm. all about what they did in the ring. Yeah, you had a couple storylines here and there, like the La Parca stuff and the LWO stuff, but it was more mostly about the wrestling, and that's mm-hmm. how they need to treat the Cruiserweight division in the WWE. And they're not doing that. They're just putting them on the island. They're not giving them enough time. Why even do that for? Mm-hmm. I, I, it makes no sense to me. Why even make a cruiserweight division if you're not going to give these guys time? Yeah. You're going to just put them in the island on Raw? Come on, don't do that. It's a, it's a, it's a shame uh, what what they're doing with that. 
Um, but hey, let's uh, let's see. So what else do we have on? on we are going through the card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just had to, I just had to explain that because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I saw between Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate was some of the stuff that I could see in the cruiserweight division. And think about it, uh, Tyler Bate is only twenty years old, and he's not that much of a bulky guy. He's a little guy, so I could easily see him in the cruiserweight division. Okay. Okay. Next match on the card. Asuka defending the NXT women's title against Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross. I thought this was a great women's triple threat match. Uh, they went 12 minutes and 29 uh, seconds. But I note if you noticed every every match that I'm going down, they gave these uh, these wrestlers a lot of time mm-hmm. in their matches. Uh, well, you have a, Asuka- a five match uh, a five match card, so you know you have to fill up that time too. Maybe they should just start. Maybe WWE needs to start making their cards a little bit smaller so they could give these give these guys enough time to get their shit in. So, th- did you think by by having less uh, less fights, right? Let's just put that. Um, do you think that it, that's why it was more effective in in, in as far as the storytelling and, and having it? A- absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Now that now that we have like a a, a division. Raw and SmackDown. Once again, we have the brand extension. There's no reason why we should get so many matches on the card because every th- there's some of these matches don't make no sense. Because think mm-hmm. about it, some of these some of the matches that they're putting on on the actual card, they're just filler. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we're gonna get through the backlash card, but let me give you a prime example right now. Do you really think anybody gave a shit between Luke Harper and fucking Eric Rowan? No, no, absolutely not. Nobody gives a shit about that match. So why? That's just filler. Make the pay-per-views fucking six matches, six matches, give or take, right? Mm-hmm. And then when it's a joint pay-per-view, then you go all out. Okay, and that's that, what they should. That's what they should do. Because I mean, even now with with the joint pay-per-views, they're they're long as hell, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so hey, we'll uh, we'll see. So what else do we have uh, with the card here? Uh, by the way, uh, we were both right on the Asuka match. Um, nice. She did uh, retain the title. And she actually pinned both uh, girls, uh, Ruby Rye and Nikki Cross. Nice, nice. Okay, next match on the card, which I was shocked that um, that this was a main event thing. Uh, Bobby Roode uh, defending the title against Hideo Itami. Mm-hmm. I have some thoughts about the match was good. They went 17 minutes and 44 seconds. Okay. The match was good. I have no problems with the match. So, I feel like Hideo Tommy does nothing for me, dude. So, is he one of those people that that you don't see the hype? Let's put it that way. It's not that he's bad in the ring. I just feel like he's gotten hurt so many fucking times. And, I mean, when I look at him, even though I know he's good in the ring... I just look at him and he's like, blah. Do, do you he think doesn't, he, he's uh-huh. plain. He's not even vanilla, bro. He's not vanilla. He's not even vanilla. Cause like Apollo Cruz is vanilla, vanilla to me. This guy's just plain. Okay. So now like, look, look at, like, look at I, I, like, go, go ahead, dude. No, what I'm saying with, with Hideo, right? Um, do you think that we're so over on uh, Nakamura that, Deep down inside, we're thinking, "Hey, this is what we're looking for. We're looking for another." Nakamura. No, no, it has nothing to do with that. Because if you follow New Japan, you have fucking um, Okada, you have Tanahashi, you have Takahashi. Like you, you, um, 
Goto, you have all these other mm-hmm. guys that are Japanese that are, they're fucking amazing. I feel when I look at Hideo Tommy, I just even though I know he's good in the ring, he's uh-huh. playing. He, he just doesn't do and it. not and not playing in a good way because because um damn I forgot this dude name uh fucking um oh. Dean Malenko he was a plain dude right he was. but that plain him his plain gimmick worked because he was amazing in the ring he was a guy with a, a thousand holds he okay. he was part of the Horseman eventually yeah he was a little guy but the shit he did in the ring was fucking insane. Well, Hideo Tommy, yeah, he's good in the ring, but he doesn't do anything for me to pop. Okay. Well, and, and Dean Malenko was uh, was able to do that, but you can't compare, you know, the Dean Malenko to uh, Hideo, because again, we're we're waiting for him to show something. You know, it, it's it's like saying, okay, you know, you have these these five stars that that you know are superstars, but when you watch them, they don't wow you. You know, you know what I when I when I see uh Hideo Tommy, you know what what I see when I see Hideo Tommy. I feel like he had a little buzz on him, and WWE just got the guy because he's one, he's Japanese and he has a buzz, but they're not doing nothing with him. They're not helping him progress. While like a guy like Nakamura or like let's say they were trying to they would try to get Okada or Tanahashi, they have like established gimmicks. They have. Their, their their look they they know what they're doing granted if they were to get tanahashi or okada let's say in, in a year from now and they mm-hmm. sign them to an nxt deal believe me they're gonna be one they're gonna be over and two maybe they need to get used to the wwe style of wrestling but they have that charisma they know how to get the crowd to get involved and pop and this this and that i just don't see that with, with hideo tommy i'm sorry yeah but but what got them to the WWE was not the WWE style, you know. Yeah, but you got to learn the WWE style once you're in there, though. Well, um. So, okay, and I'll give you the perfect example. You think Nakamura is wrestling the same way he was wrestling in New Japan? No. Okay then. No, he's not. Um, and 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 I don't like it at all. Uh, but that's, <laughs> that's another rant. Uh, <laughs> so with uh, Rude and uh, and uh, and Rude went over, by the way. Yeah, like we predicted, mm-hmm. and he doesn't need to lose a title. Um, there's rumors going around, and uh, and we since we're talking about NXT, what well, since we're talking about NXT, I might as well say it now. There's rumors going around so far that the card for NXT Brooklyn, which I think we should go to, if we're gonna do something for SummerSlam, which will get down the line what we're trying to do for SummerSlam, mm-hmm. I think we should go to NXT Brooklyn. I don't know about you, but I want to go to NXT Brooklyn. <laughs> hey, let's go. <laughs> So uh, and, and you know I went last year, so you know me. <laughs> but but yeah, so right now the rumored some of the rumored matches for NXT Brooklyn is Bobby Roode defending the title against uh, Drew McIntyre. Okay. Asuka and um, Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. And um, the tag titles, uh, Authors of Pain, which they ended up retaining, and I'll go through that match right now. Yeah. Authors of Pain, which they improved a lot. I like these guys a lot. Uh, defending titles against this tag team, and I'm not really too familiar with them because I watch like NXT like off and on. Mm-hmm. Called Heavy Machinery, they're supposed to be like the new Earth Earthquake and Typhoon. Okay, no idea. <laughs> no idea either, bro. I, I I just realized who they were like a couple days ago, but that moves on to the next match: Authors of Pain versus DIY Johnny Gargano and 
Tommaso Ciampa. It was a ladder match. They went 20 minutes and six seconds. Mm-hmm. Amazing match. Like I was saying before, Authors of Pain have improved a lot. Um, we predicted that they were going to win. The, they were going to retain the titles, which they did. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Ellering ended up taking a bump. He took a super kick from Johnny Gargano, so good for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, here's the here was the turn. So after the match, uh, okay, in the match before before we uh, talk about what happened after the match, so. The Authors of Pain had a ladder, and they were going to shove it down Ciampa's, like, face. They were going to just, like, ram it in his face. Fucking Gargano goes in the ring. He pushes Ciampa and takes the hit. Yeah. For any of, any of the people that are listening to our show or watching us live, go on YouTube and type in this match, and you'll see. Or just type in Johnny Gargano takes a mm-hmm. ladder to the face. Dude, this guy literally took the ladder to the face, bro. Yeah, he did. It, it was a it was a sick spot. <laughs> Matt match was great, but um, this is the kicker. After the match, uh, you see Gargano and Ciampa hugging each other. The crowd's giving them a standing ovation. They're walking together. They kept showing replays of what happened in the match. They show the end credits. You see them standing by the entranceway, and you you know. After every like pay per view or like even SmackDown or Raw, they you go to the you see the corner of the TV and they put like oh this is like WWE like uh, incorporated blah 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 blah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 2017 copyright. There you go. Okay. When they pop that on the TV, all of a sudden Champa fucking rams Gargano's face right into the ramp, beats the crap at him, kicked him, need him, boom, boom, need him. He finally gets into the announce table and he fucking does a um, like uh you know Seamus's white noise? Yeah. He does that off the fucking announce table into like the outside like landing on like tables and like other <laughs> crap. Dude, the crowd was so fucking hot at Champa. They were saying like fuck you Champa like yo it was just crazy dude and that's how the show ended. Yeah, no, and and I did see that part of it because uh, you know nowadays you know you get everything on your Facebook feed. Um, Absolutely. But I I did see that, um, and and you know what it was good. It was good because um, they're splitting these guys up because you can put these guys together whenever you want. Um, but I think they also have, and they proved it in the cruiserweight uh, division. Classic. In the classic, that they, they could do things on their own. Uh, no, absolutely. Yeah, Anybody that's been following these guys, like in the indies and other promotions, like Champa, he was uh he was gunning for the Ring of Honor World Title at one point, and when he was in Ring of Honor, Gargano, Evolve, uh, all these other independent shows that he used to do. Um, these guys are known. They're not just they're not new to me, and they're not new to you. But for the casual fan, they're new guys. Yeah. Gargano could go. I'm a big uh Gargano fan. Champa's another one. He to me, I compare him a lot to Cesaro. Okay. He's insane. He's insane mm-hmm. in the ring. And they don't need to be attacking. They really don't. They got put together. They found they they were they were struck with an opportunity and they yeah. got put together and they became attacking, which is fine. They that's what got them over in the WWE's eyes. No, no. But now they're uh-huh. separated. They're probably going to feud in NXT for a little bit, and then they're going to get called up. So good for them. Do, do you see that as being also like a Kevin Owens uh, thing where they went up and uh, was Zami Zayn, where they followed up like that? 
Um, I think I think with the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens comparison is a little bit different because Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, they they were literally they still are, but they were best friends like even before they got to the WWE. They they literally went through every promotion together, Ring of Honor, PWG, all these other independent promotions they used to do with Gargano and um Gargano and Ciampa. I think they were aware with each other. I'm pretty sure they were kosher with each other, but until they got to NXT, that's when they really became like really, really close friends. Okay. So now Alora, now what do they do? Are they gonna go keep wrestling like that? Like how... let me put it to you this way. Do you see them staying in NXT for a long time? Keeping that they're probably feud? they're probably gonna they're probably gonna feud in NXT f- till probably NXT Brooklyn and after NXT Brooklyn they're both gonna get called up. Okay. So we definitely need to go to NXT Brooklyn. Tone, the big dog, make sure you're there with us, bro. <laughs> Yo, Tone, I tagged you on I tagged you on a, this independent show happening June eleventh is on a Sunday. I think I want to go to that. So uh no, let me know. Yeah. Let me know about that. So let's uh you know um we're gonna stop with this right here and we're gonna do uh this week in wrestling history. What what, what did we ah. say we're gonna call it? Wrestling Rewind. Wrestling Rewind, dude. All right, let's do it. It's time to rewind. Wrestling history. Mario, what happened this week in wrestling history? All right. So I hate to like start this like on some like really like low, low news, but it's worth it's definitely beyond worth mentioning. And uh-huh. I think we've we actually never had a conversation about this. And what better way to have a conversation about it in our show? Then why? Yeah. I know I know exactly where you're going, bro. Okay, so we could both, like, I guess give our story, pretty much. Um, So, yesterday, May 23rd, 1999, uh, the King of Hearts, Owen Hart, uh, died. Um, He fell off uh, the rafters, um, being the Blue Blazer. Mm -hmm. And the pay-per-view was called The Edge, which is, like, very ironic. Um... And apparently, uh, he was still alive, but he died in the hospital. Yeah. And I feel, honestly, I, f- I feel for him because he died very young, and I feel for his family. But I also feel like everybody that was involved in witnessing what happened. Because it's it's sad, it's insane, it's sick. Um, and I was in shock. As the kid finding this out, and because as a kid, you know Bret Hart was one of my favorite wrestlers. He wasn't the number one guy in my book, but but he did, I did like Bret Hart a lot, and I liked Owen Hart too. And just trying to figure out as a kid, like what uh what why this happened and what what Bret Hart might be going through in his mind, and just everything in that aspect it, it sucks dude and and i think like owen prior to him his death i feel like owen still had hadn't peaked yet and i feel like mm. that moment would have came eventually 
Oh yeah, it would have definitely have come for him because uh, he is, uh, you know, he, he had all the tools. Um, where a lot of people say, you know what, if he would have gone to, um, if he would have gone to WCW with uh, Brett, everything would have been okay. Um, but oh yeah, a lot of people do say that. Yeah, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, yeah, he did pass away. Uh, it, it it does suck, you know. Um, but especially everything that happened after that. So. Um, so yeah, this week in uh, wrestling history, um, what else do we have for the, for the wrestling rewind? Um, before, before I keep going, um, I just wanted to ask you, cause, uh, we, like I said, we never really had this conversation before. Yeah. So I feel like, uh, not, not to like, just like end it like on a downer, but uh-huh. Like for me as a kid, I was watching it. So I, I've said it before on the show. I still watch. I never really watched pay per views as a kid. What I used to do was, um, if you used to go through like the channels or whatever, you used to see like the scribbly lines. You could be hearing shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I used to watch the wrestling pay per views. And I used to have like my figures and whatever. That's how I used to watch it. Um, do you remember watching the pay per view? How did you find out about it? Um, so just curious. I do remember. Um... And I didn't watch the pay-per-view. Okay. I remember picking up a um, newspaper the next day. And, and now you know, as wrestling fans uh, back then, you didn't get that much exposure through newspaper. It was always, you know, you would have to look for the WWE magazine or you would have to, you know, look for thing, other things. You didn't have it uh, available. So I saw it on the front page of the newspaper and I bought the newspaper. Uh, and I remember mm-hmm. sitting uh, in, in the bleachers of our um, the high school gym and actually uh, reading about it. And then, obviously, you know, the next day and everything happened. Um, have I ever watched the pay-per-view? No, I haven't watched it. Um, and, and I know I, that it's edited I, and everything, I, I, but... I don't even it, I don't even think it's on the, the network, is it? It should be. No? Hey, we have homework to do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it it's sad, dude. It, it's really sad because uh, just some of the interviews I've heard and every time somebody – or podcasts I listen to, every time somebody mentions Owen Hart, mm-hmm. I've never heard one bad thing said about that guy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, do I see him in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I do a long time ago, but uh, that's something that we can't – um, speak about or say anything about because there's other things that we don't know that are involved in there. So yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it, it sucks, and hopefully one day he will be in the Hall of Fame. I yeah. think he he deserves that spot. But um, continue on the Owen Hart topic. Uh, the following night was a uh, Raw is Owen. They did a special tribute mm-hmm. uh show for him, which is today. They did it today. Um and. At the end of the show, it ended up uh, Stone Cold doing a, a toast for uh, mm-hmm. for Owen Hart with his graphic showing in the in the Titron and him kind of just doing a salute for him. So I thought that was pretty cool on WWE's part, which uh, WWE is known for. Anytime uh, is someone close or someone that means a lot to the company, they always uh, kind of gives them a good good send off. Yeah. So and and even after that, you've seen a lot of it, you know, going through. Um, you know, e- even with like the latest deaths, uh, do they do a whole show about it? No, they don't. Um, but it's still it's still something nice that they do. So, 
Um, mm-hmm. What else do we have for... Uh, hold on, espérate, because I got to play the sound. Espérate. So, do you remember this company called XPW? No. Okay. So, um, one day I would like to to do okay so one day i would like to do a show or maybe just a, like a lucha x show which we, should, we haven't done in like forever yeah. um and we could just make it like a half hour long it's no big deal because i've been fascinated about this promotion at, for god knows how long mm-hmm. so xpw started kind of like towards the tail end of ecw okay. it was pretty much the rival of ecw at um heat wave 99 i believe um Mm-hmm. ECW did a show in um California, which XPW was um that was their home. That was where they were originally from. Okay. Um XPW invaded ECW and a riot broke out in the crowd, which led into the parking lot where literally XPW wrestlers and ECW wrestlers were being the shit at each other. Mm-hmm. Now- There's stories online if you guys want to look it up, ECW versus XPW. Um Sabu ended up like like leaving ECW going to XPW. Anyways, back in 2002 or 2003, XPW was no more. Um, but they ended up doing like uh, reunion shows uh-huh. every now and then. So nine years ago, Extreme Pro Wrestling presented a one-night reunion show, Cold Day in Hell. Okay. Uh, one of the promos for Cold Day in Hell was this guy named, uh, damn, what the fuck was his name? Uh, Mick Phenom, I believe his name is. Okay. He did a Vince impersonation where he was kind of like imitate because at the time ECW and the WWE was kind of revival. Remember the revival of ECW became yeah. like a brand. Mm-hmm. So uh, this dude Mick Phenom was like imitating Vince, like saying like, "Oh, I bought XPW and I'm gonna revive it and I'm gonna put it on." A and E. That's an excellent challenge to put it on. <laughs> so just doing like st- stuff like that, and um, I just wanted to mention it because uh, I've always been fascinated with XPW because it was not ECW light, but there mm-hmm. was so much potential to that promotion. I think it just failed because of who was running it. Okay. The dude that was running that promotion was this guy named Rob Black. He was a uh, He's known for the porn industry, but then decided to dabble in wrestling. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, just to name a couple of, of uh, wrestlers that ended up doing this reunion show. Um, Vampiro was on the show. Um, the Sandman was on the show. Raven was on the show. X-Pac was on the show. Uh, New Jack. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, they, they were pretty known. Um, also, on... Uh, this day in wrestling history. Hold on. Uh, eight years ago, TNA presented Sacrifice uh, from Orlando, Florida. Um, we had Eric Young and Lethal Consequences, which is uh, Xavier Woods and Jay Lethal, yeah. versus uh, they defeated uh, the Motor City Machine Guns. Okay. Also, we had uh, Samoa Joe beating Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. Our boys beer money defeating the British invasion and team 3d to win um, the tag team uh, invitational uh, AJ Styles defeated Booker C in an I quit match mm-hmm. and sting defeated Mick Foley, Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle. 
in a fatal four way. Wow. And how long ago was this? This was eight years ago, dude. Damn. Yeah, man. Do do we have more for the wrestling rewind? No, that's it, man. That's all we got. So this was the wrestling rewind with. There you go. <laughs> a lot of good information, bro. You, you, you. Uh, every day you get better and better. I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. Let you want to go through this backlash car real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So, like I said, backlash wasn't better than takeover, but it was decent. Mm-hmm. We got the first match right. Ty Dillinger defeated Aiden English. We knew that. Mm-hmm. I got some oh thoughts God. about the shit. <laughs> I got some thoughts about the Shinsuke Nakamura and Dolph Ziggler match. Dummy, yeah. The match was good. It wasn't great, and I feel like Nakamura and Ziggler was um kind of like uh off rhythm at times. Um, yeah. I don't put this on Nakamura. And I don't even put it on Ziggler. I just don't feel like there was chemistry there, and it kind of sucks because they were building this match to be like. They were kind of building it to an extent to be like the main event. Um, but I just feel like it wasn't there. And like for those that don't know who Nakamura is, might like right off the back be like, oh, that's Nakamura. No, because he'd been killing it in NXT. Mm-hmm. Look up his New Japan stuff. It's amazing. So I just feel like there wasn't any chemistry there. Um, do you feel the same way? What did you think about the match? Uh, I didn't think like the fact that it was on first i think okay. it should have been put uh further towards the end of the of the pay-per-view well not even on the pay-per-view of the show because they're not mm-hmm. pay-per-views anymore um so i think also the timing uh wasn't right i would have put it further further away it would have been better yeah it just I, I don't know i just didn't I, I personally just didn't see any chemistry there mm-hmm. but um now, from what it looks like, what's going to happen in SmackDown, both these guys are part of the Money in the Bank match. So we got to wait and see, bro. We got to wait and see what's going to happen there. So uh, it looks like their story might not end. <laughs> we'll see. Um, next match on the card, which I was such a fan of this match. For They only went 9 minutes and 15 seconds, but the match felt longer because it was that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Usos versus Breezango for the tag titles. Obviously, the Usos went over, but me and that Chicago crowd wanted Breezango to win so bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, What did you think of the match, bro? Uh, I liked it. Um, I actually did. Uh, again, what you said before, you know, with, with uh, Tyler Breeze being the MVP of the show, um, you know all the things that they're doing is it's different, which is uh, which is good. You know, it was it was real good. Yeah. Uh, just funny shit with the they were calling him the master of disguise because he was changing from a grandma to this and that. Mm-hmm. And I made a I made a comment on Facebook. I don't know if you got to see it. I was like, Tyler Breeze got a mop of reaction that WWE wishes that Roman could get. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, and again, because that's, uh, organic is the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 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 it's organic. It's funny. And it just shows you like, you know, start listening to your fans, man. Like 
just turn Roman heel, turn Bray Wyatt face, and just listen to the fans, and maybe your ratings will get better. Maybe the ticket sales were, will improve a little bit more. Uh, maybe people wouldn't bashing and be so like like two-faced when it comes to the WWE product. Yeah, right. yeah, that's just the way I look at it. Sami Zayn, yeah. Next match, Sami Zayn defeated uh Baron Corbin. They yeah, actually gave this match list. a lot of time. Uh, yeah, four, fourteen minutes thirty five seconds. I actually thought this match was better than the Nakamura and Ziggler match. Uh, I mean, the Nakamura Ziggler match. Yeah, you're right. They were off balance most of the match, but mm-hmm. um, do you think maybe not? Uh, I couldn't even say that because you know Nakamura's been. Uh, in the Tokyo Dome, he's been there in front of a thousand, you know, thousand hundreds of people. Um, so I don't think he was nervous. I think it was just no. I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it was nerves. I just feel like sometimes you just don't have chemistry with 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 a wrestler. You just don't. Uh, it happens. It happens sometimes. It's not like uh, it's not like it's known. Like oh nah, that can never happen. No, it happens sometimes in wrestling, and you'd be surprised because. Ziggler's probably one of the best sellers in the business, but they were just off off beat. Maybe it was maybe it was both guys off night. We we don't know, but uh, and I, and I don't and I don't even think the Nakamura Ziggler match was bad. I just don't think I just don't think it was great. I thought it was yeah. good. Yeah. And sure. and I thought that Sammy Sammy Zayn and Baron Corbin. I thought they had a great match. Mm-hmm. Well, and. Uh... Now that you see that feud going on a little bit further, because that, that seems to be the norm now with uh, you know a lot. Well, of well, they had a they obviously had a rematch at um uh, at SmackDown, and both guys are going to be in the Money in the Bank match. So we got to wait and see. Uh, you know they're saying the you know the dirt sheets are saying that uh Baron Corbin is in favor to win the the Money in the Bank, but you know we got to wait and see. At the end of the day, uh. I like both guys. I like Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin. I, I kind of hope that SmackDown does right by Baron Corbin and mm-hmm. kind of give him maybe like a United States title runner or something like that because I feel like he's more than deserving. But uh, we got to wait and see. We got to wait and see what happens after Money in the Bank. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's uh, let's see what's going on. Um, what other match you have going on there? The next match, and I'm not going to – Going into details in, in this match, the welcoming committee, committee uh, Natalia, Carmella, and Tamina uh, with James El- James Ellsworth defeated Charlotte, uh, Noe- uh, Naomi, God damn it, <laughs> <laughs> and Becky Lynch. Uh, I don't have really have much to say to say. I don't have much to say about this match. Um, I think it's stupid. I would have rather seen a women's title match, maybe in a fatal four way. Uh, I think it's stupid. I, I don't like the welcoming com- committee. And Natalia as a heel makes no sense. It's not believable because she, she's everybody knows she's such a nice person. Um, I'm tired of James Ellsworth. Like I'm sick of him. And I'm as crazy as this might sound, Charlotte going to SmackDown has not done anything good for her. I I think with Charlotte, well, because the thing right now, right now she's a tweener. Because she's supposed to be a baby face, this and that. But what I was reading again from these dirt sheets too, is that they're gonna turn her heel um, and let her do everything that she was doing on Raw, mm-hmm. which should be a good thing. And we gotta wait and see, dude. Uh, I hope yeah. they uh, do right by her, cause uh, dude, this this chick. When I look at Charlotte, I I see like yo, Charlotte could wrestle, dude, if she wanted to. 
Yeah. Like, that's how good Charlotte is. So, um, we got to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Uh, next match on the card, which uh, was my match of the night, and they gave it uh, 21 minutes and 10 seconds, was Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. And yes! It- yes! 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 Yes, it was. Uh, match was great. Um, ended up in a uh, Kevin Owens ended up winning the match by count out. Uh, AJ Styles kept on selling um his leg, his uh right mm-hmm. leg, I believe. Um, and yeah, that's how the match ended. Uh, so obviously yeah. the feud is going to continue because they're both in Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. But I like the match a lot. Now, do you see that ending taken away from that great match? The you know for what it was. Because I, I saw it kind of hurting the match itself, you know, being such a good match that back and forth and then those two. Well, I, I feel like in any good match, when it ends by a count out or ends by like disqualification, it, it hurt. It does hurt the match. Look at like what, like what, two weeks ago when Ambrose and Miz had that great match at, at Raw and then it ended up ending in a disqualification in, in a DQ. It hurt them. It, it always and the result pretty much it always hurts. Mm-hmm. But if you overall look at the match, you're like, yo, these guys put on a good show. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, um, like you said, you know, we have to wait and see, see what's going on with all that. Um, so what else was on the on the card? Uh, I'm not going to go into details then. It's because I talked about it earlier. Luke Harper <laughs> defeated Eric Rohn. <laughs> your, your favorite <laughs> match of the night. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, main event time. This is where it gets good. <laughs> this is where it gets real good. Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton. <laughs> now, before you start. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is what I'm gonna say. Okay, go ahead. I like the fact that he won the championship. Me too. I like the fact. I like the fact because we've all been saying for for the last year that we all want a new champion, a different champion. It's always the same guys. And now that we're getting it, you know, why would people even be mad at that? Well, you know what's what's good about about um, Jinder Mahal going for the title and 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 winning the title, the Maharaja, is that. Yes. He actually got a mixed reaction. A lot of people was cheering for Jinder to win the match. If you look back and watch that match, a lot of people were saying, let's go Jinder. <laughs> I don't know. And, and, and he's such a good dude. He is such a nice guy. Um, I listened to two podcasts with him. One about like a year and a half ago with Cole Cabana mm-hmm. and one recently actually with um Chris Jericho. He's generally like such a positive dude. He he loves wrestling, um, and I and we, listen. He plays a heel on TV. He's supposed to be a bad guy. He's supposed to be hated. And and listen, dude. Let, I'm gonna be honest here. And this ain't about uh, politics or race. This show is not about that. But let's be honest here, okay? Let's be real, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we go into Seven Eleven, and the Seven Eleven dudes pisses off. And we look at them a certain way. Anybody that listens to this show, if you're saying that it doesn't, you're full of fucking shit. Yeah, you're lying. You're lying. The world we live in and the society we live in, we sometimes intend to be, I don't even call it racism. 
I say everyday racist. Because everyday racism versus racism is two different things. Racism, like when you literally have hate for people. Everyday racism, racism is like all Asian people can't drive. Mm. Like that's everyday racism. I, I think it's also racial. It's not even there racism. You go. So, yeah, it's racial. Um, and 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 I kind of alluded to that today, you know, with the, the the black turban instead of the white one and the attire. I mean, did you see that entrance on SmackDown? What an entrance! Oh, the 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 pajama celebration. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's like you watch that, or it's like how can you not hate this guy? But like not hate him in the sense like you I hate this guy, like I want him to die. Meaning like he's a hateable character, and not for nothing, we haven't seen a character like that in a long time. Yeah. So we'll, we'll... he's a hateable character. He looks like like what Chris Jericho said in his podcast. He said he looks like a villain from an Indiana Jones movie. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> that's that's what he looks like. Like it's the the heat that Jinder Mahal gets is something completely different from what Roman Reigns get. Mm-hmm. The the heat that Jinder Mahal gets, he's supposed to get that heat because that's the character he plays. Of course. Well, Roman, the heat that Roman Reigns gets, that's real fucking heat. That's uh, what's it called? White heat. <laughs> that that's real heat. That's real fucking heat. Yeah. Um, dude, I was cheering for gender. I want a gender win. I'm happy for the guy. Um, but if there's any takeaway that I have to get from this match is the fucking bumps that the Bollywood boys took through those announce tables from Randy Orton and the facial expression Randy Orton did at the last one. Yeah, yeah that that was, uh, if you guys didn't see it, we actually put it up on our page. <laughs> yeah, the face is uh, priceless. If you guys didn't get a chance to watch it, basically what he does is um, the bo- the Bollywood boys are supposed to interfere in the match. Um, Randy Orton throws one of them uh, over his head, basically, and the dude lands on his head on the 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 announcer's table. So yes, and the uh, you know uh, Randy Orton's face after that is just priceless, like. Uh, I just killed a guy. So <laughs> if you guys didn't get a chance to see it, go to our page, facebook.com, and uh, and check it out. Um, just like, you know, a lot of these videos that we have. Uh, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, let everybody know that, that we have uh, every Thursday. Uh, it comes in and, uh, you know, like our page, facebook.com slash Lucha Outsider Show. Twitter, Lucha Outsiders. And Instagram, where you can slide into... The Rated R Superstar. Oh, wait. I didn't say it right. Hold on. The Rated R Superstar. Oh, my God. Where you can slide into his DM. Rated R since 87. (laughs) Yeah, you could do that. (laughs) I don't condone it, but just condone it. Uh, No, no, too much. Okay. <laughs> so, d- d- uh, preferably ladies, if you want to slide through my DM, you can. <laughs> let, let's go because we said we were going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff in the list of Mario 15. I like the newer numbers, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, 15. And we only touched on a, like two things. So, well, let, yeah, let's uh, let's um, keep it uh, moving. We pretty much uh, covered uh, SmackDown uh, Raw. Um, Anything I have to that's worth mentioning about Raw. Enzo got attacked. A lot of people saying it might be Big Cassa attacked them. Some people are saying that it's Apollo Cruz and Titus O'Neil. 
Other people, other people saying it's the revival. We don't know. I'm kind of hoping it's Big Cass. <laughs> now did, now, yeah, it was me, Enzo. It was me all along. Um, just, I'm kind of hoping it's Big Cass. I ain't gonna lie to you. No, no, it's actually the revival because what happens is they they on purpose uh, made them show up on screen walking in the back. So what a lot of people are saying, you know, especially how WWE is very tight on production and when they do things in the back. Um, mm-hmm. That it wasn't a uh, a mistake. So okay. during a Sasha Banks uh, interview, you can actually see them walking in the back and one of them kind of like holding their arm um, mm-hmm. to kind of play off, you know, hey, we just beat up somebody type of thing. Ah, nice, nice, nice. So I, I, see, see, I see, I see, see I see. The soccer guy? God damn. Um, so <laughs> now um, you have the fantasy booking stuff. Do you want to go through that? Okay, so um, talking about Smack... Oh, let me mention one more thing about Raw uh, that's worth mentioning. Uh, Finn Balor cut a promo how about he's going to win the Fatal 5-Way match, Extreme Rules, and then Paul Heyman came out. Paul Heyman made his return. It's We got to mention this, too. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman made his return. He pretty much buried everybody in that Fatal 5-Way except Finn Balor. Okay. So I found that interesting, and he also... Uh, Gave Finn Balor credit and was like, he wished him good luck. They both shaked hands. And Finn Balor told Paul Heyman that um, he better relay a message to Brock Lesnar that um, he's going for that title and he's going to beat him for that universal title. So I found that interesting. I liked it. I liked that promo. Well, hey, can't, uh, can't go wrong with that, especially Heyman. He's gold on the mic, so. So. Fantasy booking. Fantasy booking. Right. Um, for those that watch SmackDown know that the main event was uh, AJ Styles and Nakamura versus Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. Shins. Great match. They gave this match almost a half hour. Mm-hmm. Um, the fans were going crazy for AJ and Naka, and that's literally like a dream team right there. Yes. So then made me start thinking, I want a fantasy book from now to WrestleMania. Okay. I would like to see AJ Styles and Nakamura go for the tag titles at some point this year and win the tag titles. Okay. How they're such a great team, this, this, and that. They're killing the tag team division, and somehow they end up dropping those titles to another tag team. Okay. I don't know what tag team that is, but it's got to be some something believable. That's where the tension starts. Mm. But they're still cool. Okay? Okay. One of them ends up winning the world title. Okay. Royal Rumble comes. The other person ends up winning the Royal Rumble. Who would you have win the title? I kind of want to see Nakamura win the title. Okay. AJ Styles wins the Rumble. Now when that now everything is, I like that because now that, you, now you you need to have AJ sell that match because Nakamura is the champ. Mm-hmm. And he's chasing. So now they're going they're going at it. They they they're still cool, but there's tension there, and then they just kind of just blow it off at, at WrestleMania. Okay. Who wins at Mania? Now keep in mind, I'm a fan of both guys, the and I'm an AJ Styles mark. Okay. 
But what I'm going to say right now might even get me heat. Uh-huh. It might be some controversial shit that I'm going to say right now. A lot of people compare AJ Styles to Shawn Michaels. Yes. Because literally, they're probably the two of the best ever. Okay? Ever. To me, Shawn Michaels is the best ever. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles is right there. The only difference between AJ Styles and Shawn Michaels is Shawn Michaels has tons of WrestleMania matches. And WrestleMania Five-star matches. WrestleMania matches. Yeah. AJ Styles, granted that Shane, him and Shane killed it, and him and Jericho wasn't bad, but he hasn't had the WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. I feel like he could get that with, with Nakamura, and if he gets that five star match with Nakamura at WrestleMania, I will put AJ Styles over Shawn Michaels. Stop. It's only been his what his third WrestleMania, second. Second. It doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter? No, third. And it doesn't matter. You know why? You know why it doesn't matter? Why? Cause AJ Styles had has had five star matches everywhere else. Everywhere else. Ring of Honor, TNA, New Japan. I don't. I'm not even gonna mention independent promotions. Mm-hmm. He's had five star matches all over the world already. Okay. And and I'll even take it a step further. AJ Styles already has has had five star matches in WWE, but he ha- but he hasn't had a five star match at WrestleMania. Even though, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. he had the match of the night at WrestleMania with Shane McMahon. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go and even with but Brian... I but I don't think it was a five star match. Why? Because I've seen better work from AJ Styles. Okay. I, I, and that's not a knock on him. That's not. That's not. I'm not shitting on the match because to me that was the match of the night at WrestleMania. But he hasn't had a five star WrestleMania match yet, and mm-hmm. I feel like he could do with that Nakamura. I think they could over do what they did in New Japan at Wrestle Kingdom, and if he does that, if he accomplishes that, whether he wins or loses, because he doesn't necessarily have to win to have a five star match. Yeah. Because Shawn Michaels and Taker from 25, to me, that's the best match I've ever seen in my life. Nothing touches that match, in my opinion. I have mm. never seen a match like that. To me, that's the perfect match between Shawn Michaels and Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. Okay. If if AJ Styles and Nakamura accomplish that at WrestleMania 34 next year, to me, AJ Styles has surpassed Shawn Michaels. That's my opinion. Mr. Rated R since 87 on Instagram. <laughs> no, no. And you know what? I like it because this is the way you're supposed to book. You're supposed to book, you know, months out, not figure it out at the last moment type of thing. Um, do I like it? Yeah, I, I like what. What you're putting together, because again, you're building up that tag team breakup, which is the best one to build to WrestleMania. And they're building these two as the dream team, which, mm-hmm. come on, if you're like a not a WWE fan, but if you're a wrestling fan, that is a dream team right there. Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you you, uh, you can't go wrong with that. Um, what else do we have on the, on the list of, of Mario? Um, let me let me give a plug to Northeast Wrestling. Uh, this Friday night, May twenty sixth, in Newburgh, New York, it's gonna be headline, and they're calling this actually a dream match. Mm. 
Um, Adam Cole, free agent Adam Cole. Yeah. Versus Cody Rhodes for the Northeast Wrestling Heavyweight title. Okay. And that's uh, here in uh, Newburgh, New York, correct? Newburgh, New York. Um, it's a Friday night. Um, I don't know, dude. Depending what time I finish work, um, I might try to talk to Tone and maybe we'll take a drive up there. I'm not sure. But we'll see. Who, who are you going to talk to? Uh, the big dog. <laughs> and yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, Newburgh, uh, New Newburgh, New York. Mm. It should be a great show. Uh, Northeast Wrestling always puts out great shows. So, uh, you know, shout outs to Tenacious Tyler. Mm. Shout outs to Hudson Valley Wrestling Alliance. Yep. Also, uh, uh, what, uh, what culture pro wrestling that's a uh a uk promotion yes. um they're going through some shit right now uh youtube ended up changing their guidelines and that's where they were getting a lot of the revenue and they changed their guidelines and uh pro wrestling now it's they're getting flagged apparently i don't know if this affects the wwe but now i guess they're ad advertisement they're not getting um that ad advertisement anymore because youtube as changed as their as guidelines because now youtube wants to do the same thing that netflix and hulu's doing because they're trying to like start their own channel they're trying to start their own like uh they're trying to put their own shit on there yeah pretty much like their own uh youtube uh okay so netflix has daredevil and shows mm -hmm. like that right mm -hmm. that's only netflix exclusives yeah. so youtube trying to do the same thing they're trying to do their own shows their own movies that are youtube exclusives wow so they're changing like their whole guidelines and everything. And guess what? Pro wrestling is getting flagged now. Yeah, I, I actually uh, read a little article about that. I didn't think that what uh, that what culture was also in uh, involved in that. But no, it is, see. man. And what culture? Uh, what culture? Pro wrestling, yo. They have a uh, some of the matches they put on there, and that that promotion is real good. The real and Kurt Angle, uh, the real and Cody Rhodes, Kurt Angle and Cody Rhodes. Uh, uh, Drew McIntyre. It's a, it's it's a lot of good shit on there, man. Mm -hmm. So, and and I did see that there's a petition going around to uh to send to YouTube not to uh to flag it as a uh, as obscene because I think that's that's the word they're using obscene uh, gestures and things like that. So hey, mm -hmm. we'll uh, we'll see. Hopefully they change that stuff. Um, but. If you guys want to look for that petition, we're going to put it up on our page. You guys can go ahead and uh, see it and uh, sign it up. You know, every little thing uh, helps. So, mm -hmm. uh, Some quick notes real quick. Um, the best of the Super Juniors is still going on. Uh, Ricochet and Will Ospreay, they've been killing it like they always do. Their match surpassed their last year's match. Marty Scroll is killing it. ACH is in there. Uh, Dragon Lee. Yeah. Uh, it's such a good tournament. If you guys are fans of New Japan or just uh, fans of just wrestling in general, mm -hmm. um, yo, check out the Best of the Super Juniors New Japan. It's a really, really good tournament. Also, mm -hmm. uh, in some comedic news, mm -hmm. CM Punk is back on TV. <laughs> hey, 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 hold on, watch. Yes, he so is. he's on MTV right now for uh, uh, The Challenge. You ever watch that show, The Challenge? Road uh, Rules Rule? No? No, but I actually watched the clip from the first episode. Yeah, where he's going at it with Johnny Bananas. With Johnny Bananas, if I'm not mistaken, if people... Uh, Want to correct me if you guys are real world fans? I believe Johnny ben Johnny Bananas from Jersey. I could be wrong, well, but uh, we, we know our boys actually, on there. 
But uh, it's so funny because um, it's funny how CM Punk gave so much shit to Miz for being like a reality TV, and now CM Punk's on reality TV. So I find that kind of funny because he he has nowhere else to go. I mean, and he should just he should just wrestle again, dude. Well, isn't he gonna wrestle? Didn't they have a thing where they're gonna give him a, a million dollars just to show up? Well, that ended up being a, a, a what work? you call it? Somebody hacked into their account, and that was just a, a fucked up tweet. So yeah, it was supposed to be a, a five star wrestling. Apparently, was supposed to give Punk a million dollars to be part of like the hundred and sign. I don't know, people tournament or some shit like that. And uh-huh. Punk was in return, but that ended up being like fake news. It was a, it wasn't even real. So, uh, Damn. that's what, that's what ended up happening. But, um, yeah, Punk is back on TV. He actually not for nothing. And I love Punk to death, but I think Johnny Bananas got the best out of him and that, um, back and forth the exchange. Mm-hmm. But, um, if you guys are seeing Punk fans watch the show, um, and plus, I'm a fan of the challenge. I, f- I find their shows very entertaining, so uh, it's worth watching. Of course. And uh, of course. one more thing. Shouts to the heel marks. Um, Danielle and Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout-outs to them. They got uh, they got a good show. Um, if you like jocularity like we do and like what we do on our show, and if you just want to hear a different perspective, just um, check their podcast out. You know, they're friends with the show, and we do plan on doing something – together like a joint podcast show at some point i gotta get with them and maybe around SummerSlam. maybe around SummerSlam we can figure something out we'll probably be live in studio and maybe we could even take calls so we'll yeah. figure that out yeah and and just let this sink in a month ago jinder got his ass kicked by rob gronkowski and now he's the world champion there you go just let that sink in <laughs> So, listen, don't listen, don't hinder gender, okay? Don't I like that, I like that. We're gonna let it go. We're gonna let it go. <laughs> you allow it? Yeah, I'll allow it. We've come okay. to the end of the show. Alright. With
Titanic. <laughs> 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 <laughs>